is in the know for Wednesday, January 11, the 11th day of 2023. There are 354 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Another rough morning for the airline industry. <laughs> that and a whole lot more coming up today here on in. No, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. My beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> Sounds like maybe uh, you're feeling gloomy on a gloomy uh, day. Yeah, you could say that. Cloudy. Uh, you don't sound like yourself. Uh, yeah, nope. A little Alka-Seltzer and a little trying to a little aspirin. Just trying. Uh, have you identified what you have yet? I, I I have no idea. Might be helpful to your two colleagues this morning here in the same well, studio. I with mean, you, you know, I, <laughs> I I would have gladly stayed elsewhere. So we don't we don't think you've got the nineteen. No, you've got I, the you've yeah. got the twenty three. Well, yeah. Good to see you. Welcome back after a day away. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome to Grayson County Ag Agent. Whitney Carmen. Morning. Morning. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Are you 100% health-wise today? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm on the mend. We had, over Christmas break, we had the stomach bugs and the congestion and all of that. So I am, I have a nagging cough that I can't get rid of. Uh, but other than that, we're better. Tis the season for kind of mm-hmm. that. I do have a question. Um, who taught Silas to jump on the furniture? Was that you that or was that him. his siblings He's or he learned just, that himself? That's or? just him. That is just him. <laughs> and that, him. that overlay of the, the video or the, the audio is, that's him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not behaved a day in his life. Well, I mean, he's got, uh, he's his own person. He, and that's, absolutely. That's, that can be said for him. So mm-hmm. that's uh, good. That that made me, as as a former furniture jumper myself, <laughs> I, uh, that made me. Uh, <laughs> he's good at it. You know, he's, and I was like, oh, what's a wonder why he had a broken arm before Christmas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We Buckles children are big furniture jumpers. Uh, Marita, the baby, uh, she even ended up with a broken arm mm-hmm. after uh, bouncing off the, the bed, jumping on. The jumping on furniture, so yep. uh, cautionary tale. A gloomy, damp uh, day today, and possibly a stormy day for tomorrow. We're going to see a risk of some thunderstorms for your Thursday. But today we're going to see drizzle. We're going to see a 60% chance of rain. Tonight we'll see some thunderstorms late, a 90% chance of rain overnight, 62. Tomorrow, rain, thunderstorms, wind, a 100% chance of that. And a high of 62 for your Thursday, and then cut that temperature, well, not quite in half, but by two-thirds between our high tomorrow and our high on Friday. But then gradually step back up into the 50s as you get into the MLK MLK holiday on Monday, and then upper 50s again for the rest of the work week. But still a chance of rain in the forecast most every day next week. Rough morning for the aviation industry. The portion... Almost all of them have had a rough month. Southwest had a rough week, and then they all had a rough morning again because the FAA's, it's called a NOTAM system. What does NOTAM mean? Notice to airmen. 
and and women as well. But the, this is the information when they do their pre-flight safety checks or when they establish their routes and they file their flight plans. I don't know if you ever noticed, but the flight crew goes around the outside of the aircraft. They check the flaps. They check the landing gear. They have to go through this. They also have to file their flight plan. They have to be given, you know, they have to be given their instructions. And part of that instructions are these notices to airmen that might talk about weather. They might talk about other safety concerns. Well, that system that the FAA runs was down this morning. And so for a while, the FAA grounded all flights that weren't already in the air and then tried to land all the flights that were and just they've kind of pressed pause. Now, every flight in the country is pretty much contingent upon the flight before it. Like, they don't just have a new supply of aircraft sitting around at the at the airport going, hey, let's fly to Denver or wherever. <laughs> they got to wait for that aircraft to get from somewhere else. But it does seem like because it was a complete two, two-and-a-half-hour pause, it just seems like everything will be delayed or shifted. However, where there are there's some ground control problems because they've only got a certain number of gates. Well, when you throw that schedule off, then you're waiting for a gate or you can't get to the gate that you need to. So it won't be an easy day if you're flying. And I know, Whitney, you mentioned you had colleagues who were uh, returning today. And so uh, it won't be an easy day, but I don't think... I don't think it's going to be like it was uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, yeah. day after Christmas, and then it only escalated from there for uh, Southwest Airlines. Closer to home, a Breckenridge County non-compliant sex offender has been arrested after being caught peeking into the window of a home. This happened over the weekend on Drowsy Drive Lane, which is uh, near the Breck-Grayson County line. They discovered 49-year-old Stephen Wayne Boston of Hardensburg peeping through a tapping on a window. The resident confronted Boston, held him at gunpoint until deputies arrived. He made a claim that uh, he had received, he had met someone in the residence, an underage person. They exchanged uh, text information, uh, were messaging back and forth, uh, was invited to invited to stop by the residence. But upon investigation, they couldn't find anything that substantiated that claim. So he was uh, arrested and attempted uh, with uh, charged with attempted second degree burglary, I think is what it was. Kentucky's general fund and the road fund both saw substantial increases in revenue for December compared to last year. According to new figures released yesterday, general fund receipts rose 3.3% compared to December 2021, with total revenues for the month at $1,435 uh, $1, that's one point four billion. I was going to say one point four billion, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, dear Tom Latek, one thousand four hundred thirty-five million is one point four three seven billion, according to my outstanding math educators. <laughs> anyway, uh, state economy looking pretty good is the takeaway from that story. A Kentucky law aimed at allowing charter schools to open on a pilot basis has drawn a legal challenge from public education advocates who claim that the measure siphons money from school districts in violation of the state constitution. The lawsuit asks that a judge prevent the implementation of the 2022 measure, which narrowly passed the state's Republican-dominated legislature over the governor's veto. The new law requires that two charter schools open, one in Louisville, another in northern Kentucky, to study the impact of charter schools. The measure also created a permanent funding stream for charters, the lawsuit was filed last week in uh, Franklin, uh, late last week in Franklin County Circuit Court, and requests an expedited review. So it's you know ongoing tug of war 
between the legislature and then the you know the the educational institution overfunding right <laughs> primary well yes mostly they say yeah. that it's going to eventually siphon money away from public education and go the direction of of this new model that they're trying to test now i I do I do find it interesting that even the there's not 100% consensus within the GOP. So even though they have a supermajority, they you know, they don't there's still some dissent between certain sectors of the Republican party about this because it wasn't just a simple the way they've got the vote stacked right now, they can do anything they want to to override the governor, but there was even some pause in this one going, well, do do we want to do this and is it the right thing to do? Now, Practical me would like to think, well, what's the what's the harm? Don't we want better education in the long run? Don't we want Kentucky's children to be the best educated? Don't we want them to have every advantage and opportunity that they can? I mean, don't we want that? And what's the harm in two charter schools, right? Run these schools, then come back to us with the data and say, this is good or this isn't working out like we hoped. However... The other side of me also goes, well, to what end? So right. two turns into eight, turns into 16, turns into, and then they were right, saying now we don't have good education on either front because we're trying to sing out of two Everybody different needs, hymnals. Right. Kind of watered down. Yeah, so I, I just, I really understand. It's not a, it's just not a black and white issue for me, and it's not, it's not simple. I just want the best we can have, right? I want the best, but if you're so far into this model, trying to start back at the beginning and say, well, let's, let's, let's set on a new course and see where we go. But I just, and then that's when it comes down to motives. Okay. Well, what are people really being motivated here? Do the people in education just want the best education or are they just trying to protect themselves? And then the people on the other side are saying, are we just really trying to stick it to the educators and get over here yeah. what we and do pri fancy private schools? And so this is the, these are the complexities of me because then it really gets down to motive, and it's harder for me to see motive mm -hmm. and be, be confident. Some former clients of a disgraced Kentucky attorney who ran the largest U.S. Social Security scam in history may have a chance to get their lost disability payments back. An agreement reached with the Social Security Administration would allow about 500 former clients of ex-disability attorney Eric C. Kahn to request a new hearing to have their benefits reinstated. That's according to some new information released by Ned Pillersdorf. Pillersdorf and dozens of other lawyers, but led by him, kind of picked up these cases when this all went sideways. And he understood, you know, there was a lot of, there's obviously a lot of fraud. And they had a really fancy system, you know, set up. It's like you come in the front door, we get, you know, we got a doctor in house, we can declare you disabled. Then we got judges over here, they're just ratifying whatever, right? It was a big, big mm -hmm. money machine. But there were people in there who were disabled. Like there were there were people in there that deserved those benefits. And for the better part of seven years, just because you had a legitimate case, but you were involved with Eric C. Kahn, they said, You're no, mo no yeah. money for you. And so this Ned Pillersdorf and people from that area, I know, are really complimentary of him going in there and picking out those real cases that needed to be heard. And maybe they're able to reach a, you know, reach a resolution it does make me wonder, are they going to get a big fat check for the last seven years? I don't know. I think seven, year, seven years in, you've already lost everything you're going to lost, you know, lose. Yeah. You've lost your car, you've lost your house. You've lost, I mean, yeah. the, financial, the financial turmoil 
is over seven years down the road. So I don't I don't know how that works going forward, but I do know that there is a legitimate need for some of those people that were involved. Kentucky's Republican Party stockpiled more than one point seven million dollars for its building fund, paced by a one million dollar contribution from a pharmaceutical giant, the one million dollar donation from Pfizer topped a series of corporate contributions totaling $1.65 million in the last three months of 2022. Uh, MetLife contributed 300000 and then they got uh, $100,000 from Altria Client Services, got $100,000 from Comcast, got $100,000 from AT&T. So I don't know if their new building will have their logos on it or not. But I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> But that is public information and worthy of passing along. The Kentucky Organ Donor Affiliates announced yesterday a fifth consecutive year of breaking their record of saving lives. A total of 239 organ donors and 539 tissue donors resulted in nearly 600 lives saved across the state in 2022, marking a 23% increase in organ donation compared to last year and the most lives saved in any year. That's great work. Mm-hmm. I remember just in my, you know, in over the last 25 years, early on, you know, they have those partners like the Kentucky clerks and, you know, you go in and do your driver's license and you become an organ donor. And now it's just become much more commonplace. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a normal thing. Whereas, you know, when I was a teenager, you didn't think too much about at the sticker on the back, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, and then uh, you had a little bit of people that would be like, well, I mean, do you want to do that? And they'd question you, and you're like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I, it's kind of a thing. You're, so everybody does it. When you when your time on earth passes, you're finished with that stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's uh, You're not going to need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Someone else can. Someone else can use it. The 2023 Kentucky Visitor's Guide has been released by the Kentucky Department of Tourism. The theme of this year's guide is Beauty in the Bluegrass. Well, you ladies are you you are probably on the poster. So, <laughs> not today on this no, one. Not, today not feeling it today. <laughs> it encourages visitors to enjoy Kentucky's artistic talents, including handcrafted, uh, handcrafted quilts, hand-blown glass, live music, art, and southern cuisine. The cover features a colorful mural of two horses on the New Lou Marketplace building in Louisville. Hmm. Okay. I've seen that horse. Good to me. Yeah, it's probably been on the. Mm-hmm. Probably been that mural's probably been up for a while. Mm-hmm. KCTCS is sponsoring a new award to recognize high school teachers and guidance counselors for their outstanding efforts in assisting students with their college uh, going plans. The KCTCS Pathfinder High School Teacher Counselor Recognition Award will be given to one teacher or counselor in each of the system's sixteen college service areas. Uh, any high school teacher or counselor is eligible and the uh, can be nominated by any KCTCS student or faculty sa- slash staff member. In case you know someone and want to nominate them for a Kachi Being Good Award. I deliberately, Whitney, you were here just a few minutes before the show today, but I deliberately did not utter anything about the University of Kentucky Basketball, South Carolina, John Calipari. I didn't say a word because I wanted your natural reaction. Did you watch the ball game last night? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I watched. Well, actually, I, I say I watched it. I watched the second half. I listened to the first half coming home because I had a meeting last night. And, you know, 
I just don't even really know what you say. I, I feel bad for Tom Leach and, and Jack Givens because the, it was like they really wanted to say something positive, and they had nothing to say. Yeah, I mean, the final score seventy-one sixty-eight, and it really wasn't that close. It really wasn't. Honestly, mm-hmm. they came back in the last couple of minutes. And if you have the opportunity to score two points, even though you need three, uh, are the points. It just looked it, – it, they looked just chaotic and rattled and – I now I am I am among I am among those now who say there is there's something going on there on really the inside is, I think. that there's um, there, there's just there's just something. There's, I wonder if it's that these kids want to play a certain way and Coach Cal has his set ways of doing it and he's trying to force them in a round peg into a square or a, you know a square peg into a round hole. I mean, you know, you get the know. you get the hypothesis that he does really well with the. 17 and 18 year olds that don't have any college experience and they just out talent everyone now he's got a group of veterans and he maybe just doesn't do as well with veterans there could be something to that but uh one of the worst teams if not the worst team in the sec comes into your building and you you started out the season rank with the top five ranking and now you're no longer in the top 25 you're probably going to the nit yeah after last night the hits just keep on coming because now you have tennessee on saturday who held South Carolina at 42 points. Uh, so I guess my question would be, are we witnessing the end of the Cal era? Or is this is just this the low point that will come back out on the other side? Or do you think this is the end? I don't know. I feel like, okay, so my argument the whole time said he's going to be here 10 years and then he's done. This is a 10-year job, right? So yeah. he's been here 12. Okay, so we're maybe in that. And then we're also, you know, they talk about this next recruiting class. If he can get through it, you know, he'll have a great recruiting class. But – now with the transfer portal the way it is, I mean, who's to say if he does leave, we won't have a decent team next year? I don't know. I'm, I don't have the answer. That's why I don't make the, the billions of dollars. The but end will come at some point. It's going to come. And it's going to come eventually. I, I feel like it's going to come sooner than later because didn't he say he was only going to coach for a few more years anyway? Something so. like that. I just, but there's a riddle to all this that I can't quite <laughs> figure out. I know there's, there's several things in this stew. There's the missing of Dwayne Peavy. There's the missing of John Robick. There's the missing of Kenny Payne. Right. And they haven't been able to fill those voids. But there's just something, like in a post-COVID world, there's just mm-hmm. something that happened in March of 2019, and it's never been the same since then. And so I'm just not sure. You know, I Here's what I do know, and the kind of my thoughts takeaway last night was, I was reminded of, this is the Joker Phillips lost to Vandy. You know, the, Can I tell you a secret? I almost put on Facebook this morning. I had a picture of the first year we went back to a bowl game, which was 15 years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. to the Music City Bowl, and I went. And I almost posted that this morning and shared it and said football school, but I didn't. <laughs> well, and like the even DeAndre Square said, you know, it's yeah. just bad karma for having that debate on yeah. football or basketball school. Yeah, but it does. Um, it, it, I guess here's what I here's what I think we can we can say. Mm-hmm. With pretty much certainty from from my point of view right now, two things that Mitch Barnhart has learned, two things that are bad, coaches in waiting and lifetime contracts. That's exactly right. Those are two things that are are do not do again. My veins, my mama was the wind. Today is milk day. My daddy was a train. Salute. Second coming. I drank some milk last week and I got the biggest double take from Listen. that young lady over there. She's like, You're drinking milk? And whole milk. Oh, wow. I about fell out. Small carton. Oh, peer pressure. Like, I saw other people what? drinking it. Oh, like, yeah? need to do it. It's uh, Learn Your Name in Morse Code Day today. 
It is uh, step in a puddle and splash your friends day. Well, we're going to need a little more rain for that. And it's hot toddy day today. So, Ooh, I could use that. Might, I was going to say, you might would, could benefit from that. Hot yeah. toddy, open up those sinuses know, and right? make you feel a little bit, make you feel a little bit That's, better. I remember my late granddad, that was his go-to. I oh, remember yeah. going to granny's and mm-hmm. saying, I'm, my throat's sore. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd make, you know, lemon and then he'd just pour a little in mm-hmm. it and be like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my papa did the same thing. Yeah. And he'd be like, drink it fast. Yes, yep. that's exactly Yeah, just, just get, it, exactly. get yeah. it over with. Yep. Uh, in case you're wondering, you know, um, yes, it is Girl Scout cookie season. Mm-hmm. Today it officially kicks off. And one thing that I bring to your attention, the new Raspberry Rally is considered a sister cookie to the beloved Thin Mint. So if you like the Thin Mint, the way those are composed, the Raspberry Rally is of similar construct. So it'll have raspberry in it instead of the mint. Instead of the mint would be my my Mm, guess. I could do that. What if you did a little sandwich? What if you had the raspberry and the mint? Like the Thin Mint and the Raspberry Rally together. Get a little raspberry and a little mint in the mm-hmm. same bite. That'd be okay. Freeze them. No, she doesn't seem to like that idea. No, I'm, I was thinking, and maybe I dreamed it, but is there like a dill pickle one or something? Did anybody else see that? Did no, I dream that? I, I've not seen that. No, but sign my daughter up for that. She, she liked dill, pi- dill pickle she cookies. That was like pickles. A, a joke, or if I dreamed it, I don't really know. It's been mm. a rough couple of days. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, it's been my mission over the many years of the show. Um, I work from time to time to try and bring words back to the common parlance. Sometimes so you can use them and basically talk around people and they don't know what you're saying because they don't know the words. Right. You know, so the, it's the equivalent of cotton-headed ninny muggins. You know, if it weren't for Elf, you could say somebody was a cotton-headed ninny muggins and they wouldn't necessarily know what that was. <laughs> so I like going back into... The language of your, mm-hmm. see, I use parlance mm-hmm. and your right there in a two-word two uh, monologue to find words that maybe deserve to be taken off the shelf uh, or taken off the bench and put into the game. So I've got a uh, the 2023 list of words that need to be, you know, we've got our banished words, like we got our words that need to go away, but we got some words that need to come back. I present to you Bunbury. Okay. Bunbury is to create a fictitious scenario that provides an excuse for avoiding unwanted engagements. So. An alibi. That's right. We can all use those. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got a Bunbury. I got a Bunbury. I got to go to. Uh, Claptrap. Absurd or nonsensical talk or ideas. We may have to rename this show. Yeah. The Claptrap Hour. Crepuscular. That sounds, I've heard that's, that that's, word that's, sounds very appetizing, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Of relating to or resembling Twilight. I have heard that recently, and I'm not entirely sure if it was in a book or on a movie. I don't know, but I've heard that word recently. Been watching the Science Channel again? No. no? I don't know what it was. I don't know. Gasconade, G-A-S-C-O-N-A-D-E, is to boast extravagantly. 
I thought it was going to be like another name for Gas X, Mm -hmm. which is kind of full of it. Mm -hmm. But Gasconade to boast extravagantly. Now, I found this one to be a little bit interesting. It's a word. We use a portion of this word all the time. It's called Mogshade. M-O-G-S-H-A-D-E. Mogshade. Mm -hmm. And it is the shadow created by trees. Well, when we say get over here in the shade, doesn't that mean we've just probably shortened mog Mog shade shade. to shade? Sure. I'm going to find me a shady spot Mm -hmm. over here. So should I really be saying I need to find a mog shady spot? I don't know what mog. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know what mog would be because that doesn't, unless there's some sort of tree that was a mog something, but I don't know. Sure. What the root of the word was. We know bog. Like what's the opposite Mm -hmm. of a bog? A mog? Mm. So would a mog be a hilly place if a bog is a low place? I don't know. I'm just grasping at ideas here. Overmighty, domineering, imperious, condescending, assertive, prone to take advantage of power. I've heard that word. Overmighty. Overmighty. Podsnappery. I don't know what that is either. P-O-D-S-N-A-P-P-E-R-Y. Podsnappery is an attitude toward life marked by complacency and a refusal to recognize unpleasant facts. Podsnappery. That like burying your head in the sand? Yeah. Podsnappery. Rizzle, R-I-Z-Z-L-E, is to relax and digest after consuming a large meal. I think it's the sound your body can also make during that process. I was going to say, where is that? That sounds like a, a word. Sounds like a word that Snoop Dogg would, would make. Would that be it. an onomatopoeia? Is that, no, it's not onomatopoeia. No. What's the poetic term where the sound, the word, the word is like the sound? Um, mm. Think, brain, think. I should know this. I know, I, and I should know I'm it too because my son bog. was just doing this in school. Yeah. I know he's talking about that. I've only got 12 English teachers I could reach out to at this moment. Right. Stravage to roam or wander aimlessly. Stravage. What are you doing? I'm just out here stravaging around. Mm. See, I can see you using yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that. And people would really look at you funny. You know? mm-hmm. But if you say it with confidence, mm-hmm. then they seem, they, they feel silly for not knowing. What What's, are you doing? Stravaging. Well, I was going to say, or we use saundering or sandering around. That's uh-huh. similar. Go into a store, you know, when the, mm-hmm. the clerk. Is something we can help you with? I'm just stravaging. <laughs> and they'll, and they'll, you know what they'll say is, I'll be over here if you need something. Yep. That's what they'll say because they don't know what <laughs> stravaging don't know. is. They mm-hmm. don't know. Trice. Trice, T-R-I-C-E, is a brief space of time. Trice. <laughs> I don't know if it's shorter or longer than a GIF. Not sure. A GIF is an actual length of time. It is a unit of measurement of time in a GIF. But I don't know if trice is longer or shorter. I don't know. You got a favorite? Of all those, are is there one of those you're more likely to use than the other? Claptrap? Like, ah, you're a big claptrap. Probably the stravage. Stravaging. Yeah, yeah. stravaging. Yeah. What was the mog one? Uh, mog shade. shade. Mog, mog shade. shade is just a long word for shade. The shadow cast by trees. Well, so if you look up mog, it means to move away or to walk slowly and steadily away, mm. to move or cause to move from one place to another. So are you actually yeah, in the shade or are you moving from the shade? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. If you are 
um, dying to be in a Super Bowl ad, you could star in a new Super Bowl ad for Doritos. New. This could be a big hit at our house. Doritos has a new barbecue chip flavor. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm. We have we have a young lady who's decided she loves barbecue. Why are you holding your nose? No, it's not it. This is the she I'm looked at me. Try. Oh, you don't want to be in the ad. Yeah, no, she looked at me as in, is it you oh, that no, it would be a big no. hit? And so I was giving her the no, sign, not, not it. Alea has completely. She's out on sour cream and onion. She's oh. like that has been her go to. Now she's out. She's in on barbecue. Okay. So it makes me. She calls them the red pepper chips. Because it has the pepper right. on the back. Uh-huh. But she used to call Doritos red chips. Mm-hmm. I want some of those because they were in a red were bag. Red. Mm-hmm. Put those two of those together, barbecue, Doritos. You might have a hit. Is yeah. she all of a sudden all in on that? Uh, in January, Frito-Lay announced it's all new, releasing an all-new Doritos flavor, Doritos Sweet and Tangy Barbecue. I'll try it. I would try it for sure. Because I, I like a, I like a more tangy barbecue anyway. So I would probably yeah, try like that. Yeah, like the Lay's barbecue is a little too much barbecue. There's mm-hmm. something about that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really like I'm that. more of like the North Carolina style. It's got a lot of vinegar in it. Okay, I good. like that. You know how much we love on the show to get into the Am I the Butthead forums yes. and debate social <laughs> issues. So is she the butthead? Maid of honor. Uh-oh. Uh, had a disagreement with the bride-to-be. Is this bridesmaids all over again? Um, maybe along that line. So, when a uh, maid of honor gets uninvited, I don't think they went to a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's my favorite. One of my favorites. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <sighs> the manhole cover is the funniest part of the whole thing. <laughs> really? like, I know the sink is funny. Like all that's funny. Oh, but the man, the manhole cover <laughs> is the is the get over. You know, like that's the one that takes it to the next level. Gosh, they're such good actresses. <laughs> but I digress. So the maid of honor, the scheduled to be maid of honor, has a disagreement with the bride to be, and it ends up being the maid of honor gets uninvited from the wedding. She's out. Okay. New maid of honor. You know, she got a whole slew of them she can choose from. So new maid of honor, old maid of honor, doesn't get demoted, just gets completely uninvited and removed. Well, weddings are expensive. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh And when you're the maid of honor, you have several duties. And this particular maid of honor trying to save money. She was trying to return her dress because she'd already been like, she was like, can I get, Mm -hmm. can I get my money back on this? She had some travel involved, but the other thing she was responsible for was the wedding cake. Uh-oh, dear. So she canceled the order for the wedding cake, but didn't tell anyone. Now, that's maybe where you're the butthead. Right. I don't know, because here's, I'm, I was with you immediately. It's like, oh, that's poor form. But then I thought, well, though, but put your... If you're in the bride shoes, should you not be thinking these things oh, through? Absolutely. Like That's she might true. have been justified in uninviting her, but you have to think about consequence of action. So it's like if I throw you out of the wedding, don't I need to be running through the mental checklist of everything that, that I asked you to do that we that might be mm-hmm. up in air when the way that they found out 
new brought, new maid of honor went to bakery to pick up said cake, <laughs> and it wasn't there, and it was not there, and that's how they found out. So I'm, I my don't, like strategic planning heart is like, why did you not think of that? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, it, I mean, I can see it on both sides. Yeah. But our role here was to decide butthead or not butthead, and I'm kind of going not butthead. Yeah, me yeah, too. Me too. Just because now that I know a little bit on both sides of that, mm-hmm. it's she should have made prior arrangements. You know, yeah. the, the five six Ps. You know, mm-hmm. that make sure you got your your ducks in a row the day of. Yeah, that's exactly and right. And don't expect if you're an invited that you're gonna just somehow be nice and do the cake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's also a lesson if you're gonna become bridezilla, and maybe it wasn't entirely her fault. It could have been the maid of the original maid of honor's fault as well. But when you act like that, you got to think it through. Like, right. okay, what's going to happen if I do this? Got to get to a break. We got more on the way. Hang around here on the Minnows. Did you know a ten ga- a ten gallon hat will only hold three fourths of a gallon? Kind of concerning. Got that wrong? Well, I mean, so it's kind of mislabeled. Yeah. I mean, if you go into a store and. You buy a 10-gallon hat, and then you get it home, and only hold three-fourths <laughs> of a gallon. Are you going to... Oh, dear. What are you going to do? Are you going to take no. it back? You're Maybe. Say, hey, I mean, we've uh, we've started dust-ups over far less. Uh, I know you're trying to book out your June travel schedule. A lot of you are probably just sitting in there, and you've, you've flipped your blotter on your desk, because everybody still uses a blotter on their desk. They flipped it all the way. You're all the way to June now making plans. I unfortunately am. You'll want to make sure you pencil in your June 15th to 18th trip to Manchester, Tennessee. I know how much Bonnaroo is on your hey, uh, bucket list. Now, I my um, family, I had a family member go to Bonnaroo, and they had a big old time. Yeah. What well, I understand. I just made a reference. Uh, well, we were talking during the break about something. 30-year-old me would have considered going to Bonnaroo. He was that age, 50-year-old yeah. me not going anywhere uh-uh. near Bonnaroo. Uh, I won't. I won't sleep outside on a good day. I'm not no. doing it among a hundred thousand other people. No. Uh, just I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure who could be there. Now, I don't know. I don't know who you could put on the bill that I'd go. See Tyler. Just take me to a field in the middle of nowhere in Middle Tennessee, mm-hmm. and throw me out and come get me in three days. Like I just. I can't. Yeah. No. Not at this age. I'm nope. with you. Not at this age. I think at this point, I think at th- I don't like to say never and always, but mm-hmm. I think I can just say there is. I don't think you're you're ever going to come up with a bill that I'll go. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. That's all right. I'll be in pain. Now build today. a Hilton on site. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, don't have to worry about it. I may go. We well, I won't drive talk. through Manchester, Tennessee either. I was going to say it'll be going the a little other out way. of the way. If you're going yeah. to Chattanooga, you're going to go through Manchester. If you're going no. to the Panhandle, you're not going, going through Manchester. Going to the Panhandle. So. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> Foo Fighters, Lil Nas X, My Morning Jacket. I'm naming the ones I've heard of. Mm, have I heard of Portugal the Man? I have. You have? Yeah. It's I'm the one, uh, Feel with, It Still, that song. Uh, yeah. Portugal the Woman. I'm more familiar with her work. Tyler Childers, who I've heard just a little bit of the Tyler Childers, and I'm like not a huge fan of like the mountain music kind of sound. Oh, see, I love it, but I will tell you, it kind of grows on me a little mm-hmm. bit. Like there's just a sincerity to his artistry, mm-hmm. knowing where he grew up, and 
it's very poetic. Like he's, he's a good I lyricist. Like, I like his uh, more. He's got some things that he plays like live and like the Red Barn Radio and some of those that are kind of more just uh, not in recorded studio. Mm-hmm. And I really like that stuff. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to say it's like well, at least now when I hear mm-hmm. music by him, I go, that's Tyler Childers. He's like, one of my favorites. Two yeah. years ago, I'd be like, I don't know who that is. Very good. Uh, Very Titanic good. will be returning to theaters for their twenty for its 25th anniversary <sighs> in 3D. There's a new trailer that's been recut <laughs> and the film... It's three hours and 15 minutes, in case you don't remember how remember. long it was. And, um, <laughs> I went. I remember. It's uh, going to be long. It's going to be screen, uh, streamed in 3D, 4K, HDR with high fr- frame rate. And Super Bowl weekend is when it lands in theaters. February 10 is when you can go see the well, I might have steamy, to go see steamy it. carriage window scene. I may Ooh. have to just go for nostalgia. I don't play Madden. NFL uh, football. Unfortunately, I, don't I know, know somebody. Who I don't does. know how long it's been since I've seen the Madden game. It looks like real life. I've heard that, mm-hmm. um, but it's I don't, I don't play games like that. But I do know they to try and make it real life. They try to incorporate as many of the on the field celebrations and you know their organized celebrations mm-hmm. that players do. And I'd never seen one, but apparently one of the NFL cel- uh, touchdown celebrations was. Providing CPR to someone, mm. and now Madden has said we're taking that out of yeah, the game because so. of the events of last week. Huh. So, and and but it did make me wonder, as someone who knows you know a little bit about how things like that work. In the old days, when you created a game cartridge, whatever you put on there was on there forever. Just like if it went in a printed book, it was in there forever. There was no changing it. Now, because of the connectivity and firmware updates and. Like, when you buy this game, can they go in and just wipe it from everyone's console? Or are there going to be copies of this game that it's still in there? From the way I understand it, the you have the DVD or whatever, that or CD that it comes in, but then you have to update software. Ever. It, like, won't let you play it unless you Without update firmware the software updates. or, or yeah. firmware or whatever. Yeah. Game packs or yes. something like that. Yeah. I'm I'm really sorry that I know that. Over the Christmas break, <laughs> thanks to Yukon Cornelius, I did watch on Disney Plus the If These Walls Could Talk mm. documentary. It is a study by um, Mary McCartney, Paul's daughter, on all of the great content that was created at Abbey Road. Mm. And, you know, the, the famous Beatles yeah. album. The Beatles were there for a long time, but their infamous Abbey Road album. While they were there, like she got her dad to come back and sit down at Abbey Road and do an interview with him, they were playing around and went out to what they call the the zebra crossing. Mm-hmm. Like crosswalks in in Great Britain are called zebra crossing mm-hmm. because of the black, white, black, white. So they went out to where that iconic album photo was shot in front of Abbey Road Studios. Mm-hmm. And he went going across the zebra crossing and almost got run over. Like there was a, there was a car coming through that wouldn't stop. It was like, get out of the way, pedestrian. But can you imagine if you would be the person who runs over, over Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney in the Abbey, Abbey Road, Road zebra crossing? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would be. Jeez, that would not be good. No. Uh, talk about uh, negative press. Yeah, that would be <laughs> uh, that would be bad. And then the Golden Globe Awards uh, last night, The Fablemans was the winner for Best Film. Austin Butler won uh, Best Actor in Motion Picture for Elvis. The Banshees of Isherin, uh won 
Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. House of Dragon, Best Television Series in a Drama. Kevin Costner won Best Actor for Yellowstone. Um, All good things. Yeah, it was uh, that Jared Carmichael. He's kind of funny. I've decided he's 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 got a delivery and a meter to him. He's got kind of this laid back, kind of slow, thoughtful, like a thinking comedy type of. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of like his delivery, but I also like. He said, "I, I want to tell you why why I'm here." He said, "Because I'm black." Yeah, you know, because last year the racism flap yeah. and all they didn't have a ceremony. So yeah. he was, uh, you know, addressing the elephant in the room, and that was yep. kind of funny. But Jennifer Coolidge from White Lotus, you know her. She yes. was, you know, uh-huh. she was. Uh, she had, she got a big standing ovation for her acceptance speech and all that. She had, did did have to get bleeped in the process, I'm but sure she uh, probably did. She was uh, she was giving credit though to Mike White. You know, Mike White was the real Ned Schneebly. In School of Rock. Yes. So opposite Jack Black, right? The yes. guy, the real Ned Schneebly, uh-huh. who he was impersonating. Mike White's the creator of White Lotus. And she credited him for giving her career new life. Like she's oh, older sure. and less um, opportunities. So anyway, it's kind of, yeah. a, kind of a nice speech. But anyway, I didn't get to see any of the Golden Globes. But, uh, I've always liked Stickler's mom. Got to recap. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Got to get to a break. Yeah, come yep. back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's Point to Ponder for today. I can't really think of one of these, so I may be putting you all on the spot. What is your worst restaurant horror story? Has there been any restaurant experience throughout your life that was like the worst experience? You don't have to name the location, but just anything that happened at a restaurant where you go, ooh, this is... Well, is it is it specific to the restaurant and the service or a situation nope. that happened? Could be any horror story. It could be, I, I well, was kind of thinking. I was kind of thinking of it from a poor service, bad meal, or maybe if. Uh, so it's not a horror story, but I saw Don Mattingly get in a fight in his own restaurant in Evansville when I lived there when I was about twenty. Huh. So okay. that wasn't a horror story for me. It's probably a horror story for someone. Yeah. But. I saw him. It never so. happened to me, but I, I can imagine that a diaper blowout would be really bad at or, a or a um, projectile, projectile vomiting. Ooh, yeah, that would be yeah. bad. So as a mom, those things come to mind. Yeah, that mm-hmm. could be. I don't know. I, I had a run in with a well. I had a run in with a friend that was uh, quite inebriated and said some things. Mm. <clears throat> Oh, so there's there always that. there's always that person. Yeah, right, that person on that. CBS tonight. It's the premiere of Lingo. It's uh, hosted by RuPaul, and it welcomes four teams to face off in this uh, fast-paced word-twisting game show. On Fox, the season three premiere of Celebrity Name That Tune. I mean, I did really well on the regular Name That Tune. I think I could mm-hmm. just clean up on the Celebrity version. Yeah. Chris Jericho, Cheryl Swoops, and then on ABC, The Connors. We're in a t- TV's coming back after the holiday break, and now there's no mm-hmm. there's no Monday Night Football. Well, there is Monday Night Football this week. Yeah, the Wild Card Weekend's being extended mm-hmm. into Monday. That's kind of a payback. That Cowboys game is kind of a payback to ESPN because you know they lost the they lost the Bills the Bills Bengals, Bengals game. game. Yeah. So, but you know how they handled all of that, I think is. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine being in that rough situation. To, rough to do. Mm-hmm. Today's highlight in history: This date, nineteen oh eight, President Theodore Roosevelt proclaimed the Grand Canyon National Monument. It became a national park in nineteen nineteen. 
The Beatles' single, Please Please Me, was released by uh, Parlophone, this date in 1963. In 1964, the U.S. Surgeon General Luther Terry issued Smoking and Health, a report that concluded that cigarette smoking contributes substantially to mortality from certain specific diseases and to the overall death rate. We... We came a long way from 1964 to yes. present day in, yes, in that have. regard. Yes, we have. Before then, hell, you watch old television shows. And oh. Everyone, like Baby Smoked. Yeah. <laughs> in the 50s and yeah. 60s. Like, little baby sitting around with like, cigarettes. Just, yeah, it's, 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 it's funny to see. It's weird to mm-hmm. see now, you know. I mean, even when I was a kid, everybody around me smoked. I mean, we... It was not a big thing. And mm-hmm. then it's like, as you got a little older, you're like, oh, maybe I We had been. smoke break at school. I know. Like in between classes, we had we had actual smoke break. Yeah. The teachers and the students would just be outside Stay lighting up. <laughs> Staying in there together. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Right outside the ag department, too. Like, yeah, probably so. Because, I mean, you know, got to well support there. your farmers, That's I guess. Exactly right. <laughs> I saw a guy last week. He was from Cuba. He said, uh, he asked me where I was from, Kentucky. He said, I used to buy a lot of tobacco from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He worked for like some tobacco company and he bought, bought Burley yeah. from here. Cigar. Cigar uh, let's see. Today's birthdays. Ben Crenshaw is 71 today. Mary J. Blige is 52. Amanda Pete is 51. And don't you know, I told him, I said, well, my papa raised a bunch of Burley, mm-hmm. you know, a long time ago. Gone but not forgotten, Alexander Hamilton, born in 1755. Grant Tinker, born in 1925. Naomi Judd, born this day in 1946. Naomi. Let's go to chart toppers. 1959, the platters were number one. Kind of a peppy little thing. Yeah. Ask me how Picture right up. Let's go to... The Beatles, Hello, Goodbye, number one in 68. By the way, since we talked about it during the break, I didn't want to leave the audience out. Your name came up on Monday when we mm-hmm. were talking about Knives Out. Sam thought it was you that were talking yeah. about it, and it was you. Yes, so it was. So you were saying, yeah, you liked it, and we mm-hmm. liked it. It was good. I would, re- I would recommend it. Did you have a hard time with Daniel Craig in the beginning? I was... I was really shocked that he could do pull off that. Yeah, it yeah. took me a minute. I was like, "This is James Bond." Yes, like James because it was pretty. James soon Bond after, is talking like he's from New Orleans. Yeah, that movie was pretty soon after he finished up James Bond. The, the if last I'm not, one. Yeah, so I, it was it was a little bit of a yeah experience. It was weird. 1977, Stevie Wonder, I wish. What was the brother's name? Uh, you know the actor's name who plays the brother who wanted to take over the empire with the cane? What, do you know that actor's name? Because he plays George Jones. In yes, the, and, and I he cannot does think a good of his name, but yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't know his name. I'd have to. I'd have to look it up. If there was only a way to find out. <laughs> I know. Guess I'd just go to the library. I know. That's right? where you go to the public <laughs> library and find out all good things like that. We've got an index of those things. 1986, Lionel Richie, number one. Say you, say me. From behind the walls of doubt, a voice was crying out. Say you, say me. Let's go to the 90s, to 1995. T 
TLC number one and Creek. Y'all don't like that song, do you? <laughs> it's better than anything else I've heard so far. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, I like this song, too. It's better than yours, damn right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, the movie, Identity. Identity Thief. Yeah, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Melissa McCarthy. It's better than yours, I could teach you. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, love the old. That is just fantastic. <laughs> Milkshake melted, no boys. <laughs> Bruno Mars, Locked Out of Heaven, number one in 2013. This is not one of my favorites. This song. I like him. This is not one of my favorites. Not that anybody hard, cares. Hard, but no, it's, no, it's interesting. I love Bruno Mars. He's, yeah. he's one of my favorites, but I would have a hard time ranking them. Mm-hmm. I don't know that would be in the you know top five. But a year ago today, Adele Atkins, number one, and Easy On Me. Another peppy little tune that'll yeah, pick, it's pick a good you right song, up. MB's proloism for today. Leap and the net will appear. Leap and the net will appear. MB's proloism for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here next time for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the notes.